Right, welcome back to Musicians Chatting Music Podcast. Um, right, I've got another guest today. Do you want to say hello? Hi, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> We've got the guy, the guy in charge of uh, Atlas Touring and everything kind of uh, associated with that right here. Um, I'm going to get a little bit more in-depth because uh, we did one with, uh, with Luke last time talking about kind of his business and the stories behind it and all that kind of thing. And I want to do a similar thing um, here as well. So I'm just going to jump straight in. Um, you good to go? Yeah, yeah man. Awesome. Um, so do you want to just start off and just educate me? Because like I, like I was saying before, before I hit record on this chat here, um, I'm a little bit unaware of kind of the backstory and kind of where you've came from and your backstory and the idea behind what you do and why you do it and all of those types of things. So you want to start maybe just from the beginning, kind of like um, a little bit of background on you and you and kind of music and the music industry. And then and then we'll go from there into kind of Atlas Tour and stuff like that. Yeah, man. So basically, like, like most people that you'll meet in this industry, um, obviously it's some point i was in a band um, and we had some gigs where we were traveling quite a lot so we ended up getting a van and it cool. was me that bought the van and then it just sort of went from there um i started driving other bands from newcastle obviously to start yeah. with um just just like friends bands and like taking them doing, right. doing the driving bit um because not many people have their own van so that ended up being quite in demand and I ended up quitting my job just to do that full time. Um, so, that, so that kind of is what sparked the idea, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Starting, um, off, starting off almost like, was it like you were doing like favours almost type of thing? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and this, this is a long time, this is like 2012, I got the first van. Right. So... Um, yeah, there's a there's about three years of me doing that. Yeah, alongside a job, um, and just using up all my holidays. Right. Um, until the point it got to the point where I had a load of tours booked in and work were like, nope, no holidays. Yeah. So I had to just be like, right, well, I'm I'm sacking that off. Off kind of fork in the road kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Like it's now or never almost. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. in a in a lot of ways, because at that point in my life as well, um, my girlfriend was pregnant. So right. as soon as that that sort of kicked me into like like it was planned and that, but um, when we found out, I was like, right, I need to do this like now because I had a fairly like okay job. To, if if right. you want to stay in a job, most people that work for that company start when they're like seventeen or whatever, and they're, they're still there when they retire. Right. So. It was that kind of a job, like job for life thing. So I didn't really want that. And I didn't want to start raising a child and like have all these like dreams and aspirations that I hadn't followed through on. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, do this now or you're going to be stuck in the job. Right, right. Um, um, and like, obviously, I'm assuming that that like going into what you do now was like the first time that you like probably worked in music. Is that right? Yeah. Like, the music, the music industry, that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd always been like part of it, like being in bands. Um, yeah, of course. But like, yeah, nev never, never made any money from it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, there's the percentage of most people that do music, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, cool. yeah, I guess turning a corner with that 
because it was like this is a tangible service that uh, yeah. people actually want. So, what did you yeah. see? Like, kind of like a, uh, I guess you could say, like a gap in the market type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really looking at it too much from a business point of view at that okay. point. It was more just, I, I can do this, and yeah, this, this, this will be better than having a, a real job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I've always enjoyed what I do. So it's like, I, th- I think if, if, if you tell someone that's sick of their job, oh, you can go travel, travel Europe. Right. And still, like, still be able to pay your bills. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah you're going to go over that. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. Wanna, um, do you want to, I'm, I'm curious to know as well, if you can maybe, off the top of your head, it's quite a hard question, but just name some, Name some bands that you've worked with over the years, small or big or everything in between, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I, I tend not to try try not to name drop really. Um, with um, obviously I've worked with a lot of bands now, so there's there's bands at all levels that have, like some of them are pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I generally don't name drop. That's fine. Sorry for the awkward question. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> all right. Um, to my own curious. Obviously, obviously, plenty of them you'll know anyway. And yeah, if, if you go on my Instagram, I like like bands that allow me to. I'll, I'll post their tour posters and stuff like that, just to yeah, show saying. show who we're working with. So yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I can name bands like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, of course. So recently we've done Paris um, yep. from America. Um, a few years ago we worked with Crystal Lake. Who are a Japanese band. Yeah, I know those. Um, yeah. They're doing really well now. Um, yeah, quite a lot of. I mean, we 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 work we work with quite a lot of bands that are currently yeah. doing pretty well now, which is cool. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to have been part of like some bands' journey, who have come come to us when yeah. they've been playing like hundred cap venues, and now awesome. now they're selling out like two thousand caps and. Cool to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. It's nice, nice to see awesome. people doing well, especially in music, like you say, when yeah. generally when you're starting off, you, you kind of feel like no one makes money doing it. So it's nice to see that. Because, like, I, when I'm curious to know this as well, like, obviously, when you started out doing this, it was most likely just you. Um, kind of like how many people are in, like, are involved now and kind of like um, just a little bit about that, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I've got quite a good network of other people with their own businesses um, yeah. and like freelancers. We don't have any, I don't employ anyone. So right. it's, it's, it's just me, but then I've got like regular drivers that yeah. freelance for us. Um, and like other, other people like tour managers and backline techs, merch people, um, big range of people really. But um, we've got like a nice, it kind of feels like we've got this 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 community, and then obviously Luke's involved. Like Luke, Luke yeah. helps. He's he's been doing handovers from Soundink. Yeah, um, awesome. Which is great. Um, we do yeah quite a lot of stuff together. Luke's helped on on some of the van conversions as well. So right. we do clever yeah, guy. We do quite <laughs> a lot, quite quite a lot of work together. Yeah. And that's just kind of obviously um, just like. A lot, of, a lot of this is just kind of put together from like all of the like kind of um, I'm assuming like contacts you've made and friends you've made over the years and kind of being like, all right, I know I can turn to this guy for that. I can turn to that guy for that and just kind of that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. 
And yeah, quite a lot of that is like like the freelance drivers, for example. Yeah. Um, you you end up in situations where suddenly you need like ten drivers for a weekend at a festival, and you you just basically start asking everyone you know that might be interested that could drive. Yeah. Um, and then off the back of that, you'll find like two or three of those guys did a really good job. Yeah. Um, and then you want to work with them again, and then the more you work with them, the yeah, the better you get to know them, and then it just sort of starts to gel. That relationship um, created, yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. How many vans do you have now? Uh, we we're in the middle of downsizing, to be honest, because of the current right. situation. Uh, so we've got four vans at the moment. Right. Um. Yeah. So, but I mean, at the same time as that, we we are trying to phase out the older vans into newer oh. vans as well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're we're downsizing with the the aim to to add more in the near future. Um, <laughs> I'm just curious to know as well, like from a like a more businessy head, um, and a little bit more like educational, I guess, for for me and, and the audience and stuff like that. So, like, I'm kind of curious to know, like, how you how you build things up, kind of from scratch. So, like, kind of the the marketing side of things. Like, was it just people who knew people who knew people word of mouth like what kind of went into that and then and then into working with like the larger bands and that type of thing as well yeah sure i mean it's a lot of that it's a lot of word of mouth um i'm not very good at marketing uh, yeah. i'll hold, hold my hands up and say that that's not a strong point for me so far right. i know qu- quite a bit about it um i've been on courses for like digital marketing and stuff like that but right. um yeah, the majority, I'd say the majority of work that we've had has been directly word of mouth um, and reputation based. So right. it's one of those industries where if, if someone has a good experience with you, then they'll probably keep using you. Yeah. But if, if you have one bad experience, then that that's pretty much it. So right. it's, it's, it's important to keep that level of everyone having a good experience good customer service so so it was mainly like you would like say like take a band out and that was a good experience and then like that band if someone asks that band then they would promote you and then kind of domino effect in a a positive way i guess sure i mean in in loads of ways yeah when you when you're out on a tour there's other bands too so especially if you've got like a nice van and like you've got things in it that other people don't have that might be useful so often i'll be on a tour with one band and then the other bands that are also on that tour will end up coming to me for future tours. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just meet loads of people, don't you? Like we've had uh, promoters um, mm. end up being like, "Oh, well, that's a cool van. We'll we'll call you next time." Right. But like, because some promoters are also booking agents or in bands themselves. Right. Um. Yeah, it's just been just been a chain of meeting people and getting yeah yeah passed on from there. Awesome, awesome. What play? Like, you could probably name this if you could name some like cool places you've been, kind of uh, like Europe-wise and all that type of thing. Maybe, like as as yeah, far man. far as you've been, like in like places in England, all those types of things. Yeah, I mean, like obviously we've been all over Europe now. Um, uh, yeah, I guess the furthest Norway's pretty far away, I suppose. Right. Yeah, um, definitely. And then on the other side, like you've got Czech Republic, um, down Austria, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, cool places to go. Norway, Oslo, that's a super yeah. cool city. Um, Sweden as well, Gothenburg, that's right. cool. 
Denmark. So I'm a big fan of Scandinavia. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's a, it's a nice place to be. And then obviously, I think probably my favorite city is Zurich. In right. Awesome. So that's, that's a cool place to go. That should be on anyone's bucket list. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff to do. You, lots of stuff you've, to see. you've managed to. Uh... You've managed to tick a lot off by by doing this, haven't you? Like uh, like places that people would always want to go and all that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'd I'd like not travelled like much at all before right. I started doing this. I'd, I'd like I'd been on like one holiday to Mallorca when I was like yeah. eight, That's and a, then sort of contrast, then isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just been really nice. I think I I always wanted to travel more, but never had the opportunity. Right. But now, yeah. Yeah, you created, you created your your own opportunity to do so, basically. Yeah, yeah, and awesome. people as well. Like when I've had drivers working for me, it's, it's nice to send them places. I, I can recommend places as well and be like, oh, if you're in Zurich, check out this place. Or yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, how awkward is it? Dri- like, because obviously you've got like a normal kind of uh, van. It must be pretty awkward going to these different countries where they're on the other side of the road and stuff like that. I'm now <laughs> I never thought about that until now. You've pointed it out, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's I, I'm fine with it because I'm used to it. Um, yeah. Sometimes I've got like a, a driver I haven't worked with that much going out to Europe. I'll I'll mm-hmm. sit down and like talk them through it. And but generally, I, th- I think most people once once you get there, it just it starts. It, it's about 10 minutes of being like oh i'm on the wrong side of the road and then suddenly <laughs> it just cl- it just clicks but yeah. um hopefully nothing bad happens in that 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> um but i have had yeah funny experience um i was on tour in 2016 mm-hmm. and i've broken my foot right <laughs> which is obviously not very good for driving um but yeah. luckily we the guy that was doing merch on that tour could also drive so we sort of swapped roles a little right. bit um but i was on crutches and everything like my foot in a cast um and uh like limping up to the left hand side of the van to get in and opening the door and next thing i know there's a police car there with like the lights on and they're like shouting at me in german and then they realized it was a right hand drive car and i wasn't getting into drive so right they like laughed about it and apologized but but it was like yeah people don't really you get a lot of people giving you funny looks because you're in a right hand drive car yeah you're over there which is yeah pretty funny i'm like that here when i'm driving around i'm going down like the dual car drain i look over and i'm like hold on a minute that car's on the wrong side (laughs) (laughs) the driving thing i'm like yeah and you see i don't know like a like a polish car or whatever and you're like all right okay (laughs) it's like my and it's like my my worst my worst nightmare. Like I don't know. I I don't I don't know if I could ever personally get used to that. To be honest with you, I think it would freak me out so much. But because uh, I've thought about loads before, just. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably probably more so if it was the opposite though. So like, say you go to a country and then hire a car, and you are actually on that side. That would probably freak me out the most. <laughs> that's that's a lot to think about. Um, uh, top top tip there if you're going to do that is to hire a car with their automatic right right of course because changing gears uh, like yeah i always end up like hitting the door thinking i'm gonna go down and change gear there but obviously the gear sticks in the middle so yeah yeah. um, yeah (laughs) yeah just get an automatic if you're gonna do that (laughs) christ 
But yeah, obviously it's uh we're doing I was planning on doing this chat with you for a while. I'm just getting around to it. Unfortunately, we're doing it now in like this this weird uh period of time where like everything in the music industry has kind of came to a pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like obviously obviously I'm assuming you, you had quite a bit of like tours kind of lined up and stuff. That's all kind of now paused and all that kind of thing. Yeah, um I mean we we just have nothing there's there's no work for the foreseeable future yeah um, which is obviously kind of scary um yeah. and yeah i feel really bad for a lot of bands that have been in like really difficult positions having to cancel tours that they've, they've yeah. paid for loads of merch for ready to go out mm-hmm. um because some bands have been losing like tens of thousands of pounds over this um yeah, definitely which isn't cool but yeah it's uh it's, it's a bit of a weird one <laughs> yeah it's it's just it's weird because i feel like loads of people i talk to like um myself included you and loads of uh, like musicians and stuff it's kind of like uh, everyone i know spent years building everything up to a certain point and then it's and then it's kind of all of a sudden like oh you're at this point now let's let's pause that and 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 see what happens and it's just really strange like fortunately for me i'm still managing to do like skype lessons and and a bit of right. teaching uh, nowhere, nowhere near what I would normally do because a lot of the work that I do is in schools. So obviously, when the schools close, I'm I'm down as well. So I'm I'm in a good, fortunate position where I've got my own kind of my own clients, I guess you could say, but students, um, and they've kind of stuck by me so far through all this. So I'm I'm uh, I'm really really happy about that and fortunate about that. Like, but uh, great. At the same time, it's still scary and terrifying to know kind of uh, I don't know. The immediate future kind of side of things, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that, that that's cool that you're using like technology to adapt. Though that I yeah. think a lot of uh, maybe not so much in the music industry, although like obviously producers. I've seen a lot of producers that are still managing to do all right. Yeah. Get by, but it's cool to see people taking advantage of all the technology that's available these days. And yeah, that you're, managed, you're managing it still. I feel like there's a lot of jobs you can still do, like like mixing, mastering, uh, like Skype lessons, blah blah blah. But it's unfortunately, unfortunately, jobs like like the touring thing, everything related to performing and all that's the the big one right now, isn't it? Like frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it is, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mo- moving on from that, so we don't get all we don't get all depressed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was just kind of curious, like, if you had any kind of like long-term kind of goals or anything you want to achieve or anything planned for the future say like when all this is said and done going on right now or if this never happened type of thing like just thinking about it more theoretically like that i guess yeah uh, i mean so if this hadn't happened like the, the the plan was to just keep on adding to the fleet um adding newer bands um i'm really trying to push for reliability which is mm obviously probably it's probably the most important thing of this company is that the vans are reliable um so obviously in the past i've had older vans um which is it's problematic because no matter how much you maintain them they're going to start breaking down and if, if you have a breakdown on a tour that puts a van in a really bad position yeah um and like luckily to be honest like all, all we had during that period was a, a couple times where a van would break down and it was usually on an off day anyway and it would get resolved yeah um, but the stress for me being at home dealing with that while there's like maybe a band in germany mm. and trying to like sort out the van getting repaired and then 
being like, oh, okay, so that's that's money that I needed to live on, and now I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, like you, a, a van breakdown could wipe out like a month's worth of income. Um, yeah, just, definitely. Just instantly. So like waiting for that phone call when vans are out on on long hires, which should be good business and like it should be a good time. Yeah. Just sitting at home and letting it tick over, but um, yeah, that that that's super stressful. So now it's all about like new vans. The reliability, you get a lot of support from Mercedes, so they're all under warranty. Um, right. So, for example, yeah, um, last time we had a, a blip, I think it was in June, uh, one of the newest vans had a problem with the clutch. Right. Um, but Mercedes came out in Germany and re- uh, they actually replaced the clutch the same day for free. Right. Um, so it's like, that's the kind of customer service i want and it's the kind of customer service i want for my my customers definitely so that's what i'm working on is making sure that the whole fleet is like that and i, I more than yeah more than half of it now is yeah um so it's just yeah trying to get to a point where everything's super reliable and yeah. then yeah going forward from that like obviously vans we've got the standard splitter vans we built the sleeper van last year which was like a that was trying something new. I don't think many people have really done something like that, and I, there's right. definitely not, nothing else in the same format as what we've done. Um, so we we built a van with six bunks, um, right. and it's got seven seats, um, and there's still space for gear in the back. But you can also tow a trailer, which you don't need a trailer license for. So that's right. that's, that's pretty sweet, and that helps out vans because they don't need to pay for hotels on top. Because cool. uh, your hotel budget on a tour is usually pretty, pretty big. Yeah. So for bands, bands starting out, I think that's the future. Um, so I'd like to do more of those sleeper vans. And then I guess the ultimate goal is to get into buses at some point. Um, mm. But that, that's a, it's a whole different ball game, And I think that's that's maybe a little a little further away in the future, especially now. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? To, to have a lot of different options for people at all different levels yeah yeah it's a con- continued growth just kind of working with as many people as possible that reliability like more vans buses like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. paint a nice picture yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be the dream um yeah. awesome awesome are you uh are you still actively like playing in vans or anything like that i'm just curious yeah um i mean i haven't been the 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 irony of starting the company was that I needed the time off work for my own band. And then yeah. I spent so much time doing this as a business that I, I had no time for the bands so for the band split up. Yeah. Um, but for the last year or so, I've been playing, playing like just writing stuff now, just seeing how it's going. But, but it's been nice having that time out and like learning to, to like love playing music again. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's coming back to it now. It's like, whole different game um, yeah really fun not really bothered where it goes um i think when i was a kid like right growing up, growing up in band it's all like oh i need to get this done so that we can get famous and get rich yeah. and then that's that's my life but <laughs> um just yeah, sheer, now, now. sheer fun and enjoyment yeah which is what it should be but i think for yeah for a lot of people maybe it isn't um so yeah it's, yeah I, I feel quite lucky that we're that, that's what we're doing now 
I know what you're saying about that irony, though, because it's kind of like um, the more that I started working in music, the less I was doing music. It's such an ironic thing. Like, like I'll end up with like, like recently until all of this kind of went down, like I was working like six days a week. And most of those days were like full days because I would do like school and then I'd go do my own students and then maybe another school, that type of thing. Um, and then I'd get like get home or it's like a weekend or whatever. And the last thing I want to do is is play guitar, to be completely honest with you, because I'm just like so kind of burnt out on it. Yeah, and then, yeah. Um, and then it's, it's, it's like that on one side. On the other side, it's like, oh, you need to play, you need to practice, you need to write. Like, So, I mean, a plus to everything that's gone down recently is I've been able to do that again because of having a bit more flexible time. I've been able to sit down and like actually practice for the first time in quite a while and uh, and kind of write and record again, all that kind of thing. So although there's a, the there's a financial dip, there's kind of like a, a mental boost in that way, I guess, which has been really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think creativity is boosted as well. Like I think lots of people are going to be in that situation. Um, there's going to be some cool songs, albums being released after this, I would think. Yeah. With the amount of people sitting at home and like like i've yeah i've taken up piano now I've always wanted to do that right um so i've got a little keyboard i'm just like learning teaching myself which is fun awesome, awesome. um new ways to enjoy things isn't it um yeah exactly yeah exactly. that's definitely one of the silver linings of all of this is is the extra time yeah to, yeah pursue stuff that definitely. you enjoy best to try and focus on that isn't it really as well because uh kind of focus on that you stay sane and kind of have something to work towards and work on all that kind of thing so that's a cool side of it but um but yeah i think that's that's everything i kind of wanted to uh unless there's anything you want to add to any of those <laughs> not really man it's um yeah. yeah i've never done a podcast before so it's uh exciting and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, still, I'm still new to it so it's kind of like i'm still kind of learning learning along the way but what's what i'm enjoying the most about it especially now because this is the second one I've done two weeks in a row, kind of via Skype recording. Um, before this, I probably would have tried to arrange it like in person, but it's actually kind of easier in, on Skype. But what I've enjoyed about that is it gives me something again to focus on and work on and promote and put out there and be creative with throughout all of this as well. And then on top of that, like I say, I get to learn about like people such as yourself and businesses and all of those types of things that I might not be able to kind of really kind of get into without doing this really. So it's kind of like a, it kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, it's, it's, I would say it's a selfish thing, but it's not because I want to do this to promote people as well. But yeah, <laughs> there's, there's those two sides to it. Um, but yeah, awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much for doing this. Um, been a good chat. I've learned a lot. Been good. Um, awesome, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. I'll let you know when this is when this is up, and uh, and you can share that about, and uh, and we'll catch up later at some point. Nice one, man. Take it easy. No worries. Thank you. I'll see you later. Bye bye. See you later, dude. Bye.